It's really fun. I used to have a real big thing for common. Uh, you can ask Maddie about that. I don't think I will. <laughs> this is something that you can, like, you know. <laughs> like, I mean, it's still, like two years of college for me that okay. it was a real big thing. Uh, <laughs> That's a common one person to be attracted to. Huh? That's an uncommon person to be attracted to. No, it's not, common. first of all. <laughs> Second, good joke. <laughs> Thanks. Are we ready? I think so. I, I mean, mean, I am ready. I was... Oh. Is admitting your common crush, like, a, a, a great way to start <laughs> the episode? I think so. Oh, Bell, refill Mr. Franklin's glass, will you? Now, when you get up there tonight, don't drink too much. Oh, don't worry, I won't. How about a whiskey and soda? Uh, less soda than usual, thanks. And this is wine. To drink. Just a sip might improve your humor. Aren't you drinking? I never drink. No, I've had a couple. Come on, I'm not drunk. And an excellent vintage it is too. But if you're implying that I'm tipsy, sir. And today it's Welcome to Tipsy Terror. <laughs> This is a podcast um, about horror movies, and you can be tipsy if you want to. Mm-hmm. And uh, my name is Harish. I'm Sam. And I'm Molly. <laughs> there we go. Molly, yeah. <laughs> She's focused. I'm half She's paying in. attention. <laughs> She's uh, doing her important job for later. Um, and yeah, so this is our month of Vampiral. It's the final episode of Vampro. For Drag to the Future. Drag to the Future. Okay, so what we've been doing this month is we've been watching uh, remakes or like alternative versions of the movies, movies that we, we watched in, last in March. month. Yeah. Um, so what we would have gone here is some sort of remake or reboot of Queen of the Damned. Because that was the last movie we watched last month. But uh, something we did think about ahead of setting Queen of the Damned as our fourth movie um, was that it does not have a remake or sequel or like reimagining tied to it. Um, it does have Interview with a Vampire, which it is a sequel to, but that doesn't make yeah. sense. And also that movie is like fucking long and we weren't yeah. going to watch it. It's really good, but we're not going to watch it. So, um, yeah. so we, well, when we planned this, we figured we'll figure it out later. And we did figure it out About today. About eight hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> this morning we figured it out. <laughs> and we picked a good one. Yeah, I don't good. think Queen of the Damned, or I don't think this movie would exist if Queen of the Damned did not come out. <laughs> Actually, there were like elements in this movie that I could like... Uh, point back to uh, elements in all of the other movies that we've seen. There was a lot of heavy Dracula work in this. Yeah. Um, and also a lot of uh, rock references too. So like what Molly movie pointed was out a, it? a couple of covers and or album covers and stuff like that. But wait, are we moving on? I, no, wanna, no, no. I have something to say. We oh. haven't even introduced the movie. Go ahead. No, no, no. I have something to say about our interview with the vampire discourse. Oh, go for it. So I really wanted to watch Interview with the Vampire. <laughs> But both of you were like, we're not watching Interview with a Vampire. And I'm I'm not like, mad isn't the right word. Disappointed? But I'm a bit disappointed. <laughs> well, okay. Here's the thing. I love, okay. love that movie. I love it. Okay. That is sure. one of the best movies ever. Sure. But it's so 
long and it's just a big gay drama. It's like this is more of a horror movie than Interview with a Vampire is. And also, like, we would have had to start recording an hour later. Yeah. <laughs> well, but there you have it. Only I, one person on this podcast wanted to conceive <laughs> of Drag to the Future. Well, th- th- that would make sense, though, logistically, or logically, because um, uh, chronologically, that's the word yeah. I was looking well, for, because well, that comes first. It's in the middle. The, oh, oh, yeah. But, I mean, the like, movie came was, out first, yeah. but... It's set in the middle of Queen of the Damned. So if anything, Don't we should have done logic. that first. Don't use and then done Queen time of the logic Damned to try second. and convince me that I'm wrong. <laughs> what we should have done is done half of the Queen of the Damned episode. Or like only covered the flashback of Queen of the Damned. And, and then, then watched Interview with a Vampire. And then the second And bit. then reviewed that. And then watched the second half of the movie. And then that maybe, would be emotional whiplash. Do you guys want to do that sometime? I was going to say. And then you maybe are... my points about Queen of the Damned would land a, li- land a little better. <laughs> we like watch that one part of Queen of the Damned all the way through. Hard pivot. Watch... Um, <laughs> Interview with the vampire and then switch back to Queen of the Damned. Well, that's what Queen of the Damned implies happened. So you should be able to do that, but whatever. Yeah. Okay, wait, wait, wait. If we do this, I will need about 30 minutes intermission to do a costume change. Um, <laughs> you do have oh, matching news, everybody. I finally got a poet shirt. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. We will um, find a way to debut this. But yes, I, I wanted to watch Interview with the Vampire. I was shot down multiple times. Sometimes more friendly than others. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> and then, um, then we basically had to pick a movie today. And we basically Did we say what movie we're doing yet? No, we no. haven't. We were just okay. looking for stuff that had at least the vibe of Queen of the Dam. We were like, what's just sure. something that exists that like is similar-ish to this? And this morning we were debating all these movies, and then I just googled vampire rock star movies i did that yesterday and, and it was just generic well this was like a specific well it wasn't that specific because some of them they were like okay this isn't vampire but it's demonic so it's kind of the same but they were all, all like pretty much every vampire rock star movie that's ever been made which there's like six of them wow. was on this list and this was the only one that caught my eye the rest of them were like they they were like the quality that i don't even think we'd want to cover they were so bad um and so i was like ah this one looks interesting so i sent it to them and we were like okay so we ended up watching 2009 movie called suck yeah (laughs) yeah um very long-winded intro it's been a very long journey to get to suck okay yeah this movie is canadian (laughs) um yeah and uh yeah there's a lot of famous people in it famous musicians i get it that's okay i'd like to dive in here really quick because i know that rock stars like to make appearances in horror movies that's always been a thing yeah um it's part of a lot of their aesthetics and stuff especially like alice cooper but like how did these guys get so many in this movie and also yeah, malcolm mcdowell like who do they know it's so weird yeah I so mean, this guy like the the writer director seems like he's been around for a while but he hasn't like had any like huge but he might just be canadian famous it's um written and directed by rob stefaniuk <laughs> stefaniuk i don't know but I'm this so sorry, dude rob. is a comedian can- canadian comedian 
and actor and writer. A comedian. I've never heard those two words together. Out loud. Canadian comedian. Yeah. Um. What is Catwalk? He was on the sh- Canadian show Catwalk with Neve Campbell. Huh. Apparently. Oh wow! Strange. So he knows Neve. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, and then there's other famous people in this movie. There's uh, well, we mentioned the musicians: Alice Cooper, Iggy Pop, Henry mm-hmm. Rollins, um, the guy, this guy Alex Lifeson from Rush Moby. apparently is in this. Moby is mm-hmm. in this, and Malcolm McDowell plays Eddie Van Helsing, which is a hilarious joke. Yes. <laughs> um. And Dave Foley as Jeff. Uh-huh. He's a comedian I recognize. Yeah, me too. Um, it's pretty much all the names that I knew. Yeah, I mean, the main girl, Jessica Paré, like, I, I have heard her name before, but I don't think I've seen anything she's in. No, I looking at that list, she's I She's in know. Mad Men, apparently. I've never seen, like, anything she's ever been in, but got a lot of good but, titles. yeah. But yeah, this is like a very like low budget, <laughs> just it's like, low budget. But like they really worked with what they had and made the most of it. Right. There were some scenes where I was like, "How did they have the time and money to do this?" Mm-hmm. Vampire rock movie. Yeah. Um. So, do we want to do the reviews? Are you ready? Yeah, I found some. There actually aren't a ton of reviews for this movie, so not going to be as great as other ones. Yeah. Um, But I found a couple I liked. Alright, starting out strong. The audacity it takes to cast Iggy Pop in your film, never let him sing, and then make his character record other people singing not well. (laughs) Uh, two and a half. Mm, Three and a half. Two stars. Ooh. What can I say? I love vampires. Uh, four stars. Three stars. Four stars. Great Damn. job. Nice. Early front runner. This movie doesn't suck at all. <laughs> <laughs> um, Good joke. Four and a half. Mm, four. Three and a half. Damn. Oh. Deserves blank stars for the miniatures alone. Three. Five. Four. Damn. <laughs> The miniatures, right, we'll so get into that. Those were great. Those are so Very good. Cool. Surprisingly, this movie doesn't. <laughs> uh, four. Four. Three and a half. Damn. <laughs> what a terrible movie. Canada is truly fucked. <laughs> wow. One. One and a half. One. Damn. All right. Got another one. Where did they get the footage of young Malcolm McDowell from? <laughs> Um, two and a half. <laughs> See, I was gonna say two. There's no rating. This person was just asking a question, <laughs> and then somebody answered in the comments. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That, also, a weird thing about this movie that we'll get into that later. It was just mind blowing when we saw it. <laughs> Sometimes I love Letterbox. You can just throw out a question like that, and someone will some, answer. Some helpful knowledgeable person <laughs> comes in uh yeah so this movie is like a very interesting mixed bag of uh filmmaking like 
it's re- it's actually really really good but there are some like yeah there's just so many moments where you're like how'd they why'd they do like how'd they do that how did they manage to do that you know this what I mean? is like one of the movies where like if i was randomly watching tv and like this would be a movie that randomly came on and i'd be like well wow, this looks kind of interesting and then i'd watch it all the way to the end <laughs> <laughs> and then I'd be like, that was a good movie, and then never think about it again. <laughs> yeah, I agree yeah. with that. That's that's, that's pretty actually fair. pretty right, yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, should we just get into it? Yeah. Sure. So, it's about this band um, <laughs> that's Canadian, and uh, at the beginning, they're like... They're just performing in this shitty bar, and Alice Cooper is the bartender. <laughs> um, God, what a great choice. What a great choice. Yeah. Yeah, Alice Cooper is great in this. <laughs> this might be the best time for me to mention to our listeners, not just you guys, but that I've seen Alice Cooper in concert, and he was fantastic. He was right. great. It was such a cool, like, dynamic performance and, like, a lot of really great stage visuals, which wow. is awesome because he's, like, an, he's an old guy. Yeah. And he, like, the fact that he's, like, still able to perform... And he's like super, like I've seen some of the stuff that he's posted online recently. Like he's thriving. He's doing great. Yeah. What a cool guy. Big Alice Cooper fan. Yeah. Um. Oh, I, I missed something. The movie opens with this miniature of a bat flying into <gasps> the city. And it's like, like very arty it's it's very cool yeah instantly. We were all like, we were like chatting and then we all stopped and we were like, whoa. Right. And the bat flies into a bar, um, and these the band's playing. There's four people in the band, three guys, and then um, there's a woman who's the bass player. Um, and this like so okay, so this guy who's very clearly a vampire <laughs> walks into the bar. Um, I mean straight up a Lestat like knockoff like exactly the yeah. same vibe as him his hair I have to... go, no, go ahead. ahead no uh well so okay so he's he's like a tall guy um with very frizzy hair um he kind of like looks like carrot top i guess <laughs> is how i would describe him he just has like really tight curls but well his hair is like pretty frizzy i don't know um that's like a vampire thing what were you gonna say molly yeah i disagree Um, about lissat and so here's here's my main point about how this movie differs so uh, we all saw how i felt about queen of the dam yeah great movie very hot exactly what i like right the vibes in this movie are different it lacks the effortless horniness (laughs) that queen of the dam cascades upon the viewer in fact, I I do not I mean I get what they're going for. It didn't work for me, except in one scene, which will come a little bit later, but for the most of it, I was like not it, you know he looks like Johnny Depp's Mad Hatter in Alice in yeah, Wonderland because he, he does, does. Like that's green exactly contact. Yeah. I'm contact. not into that. That's no. not what I Right, think. right. I definitely would not it just it like, like be compelled were, by this vampire they were going in a direction and it just didn't land with him it's re- yeah it's weird it's strange but he walks in and like flashes his eyes at the female bass player and she flashes her eyes back and her eyes flash red so i thought she was already a vampire she, at that, that point just but been being like hypnotized or yeah something. yeah i think that's what it was 
Um, but yeah, very weird. I don't know. I don't know what they were going for with with that design, <laughs> with the look of that guy. <laughs> you know, it, I don't like the cut of his jib. I it did not work for me. Right. He's not like whatever. It's not. He's not like a rock star looking guy. He doesn't fit with the rest of the like aesthetics. Yeah, yeah, you're right. He doesn't feel like a rock star. Right. But, I mean, I guess all the vampires in this aren't rock stars, but like he does all but that singing does, stuff, like, so like he should feel more like a rock star. Yeah, and also he like implies that he's set up people with careers and yeah. stuff. So it was strange. So yeah, weird. But the name's Queenie. We find out later. Um, but anyway, so <laughs> after, uh, they're set, like the band, the head, the front man of the band is named Joey. Who's played by the writer and director of this Yeah. Movie. Yeah. He meets with his manager, Dave Foley, <laughs> who I guess like, I don't know. The manager's like, He's you quitting. should fire me. Yeah. But also did he set up their tour already he yeah. yeah he like set them up but then he was like i don't want to be your manager anymore i've got other stuff and he's like bye guys right they're leaving for a tour in the morning at 9 a.m <laughs> um uh and they're going to america they're going to tour in america uh and but like uh the girl jen jennifer is her name um she leaves with this vampire guy and she's like yeah i'm going out and uh he gets mad at her and he's like um, and there's clearly some like tension history between we them. We find out at some point shortly after this that they're exes. Yeah, but you can kind of guess that based on the way they're talking to each other. Right. So anyway, she leaves, and then we go to the vampire house with her, and it it's a pretty cool scene. <laughs> it's like he sets her down on this like bed, and there's like people like well, partying around them. Yeah. Right? So it starts with just like a shot of her sitting on a couch, and it's lit like with like it's lit in blue but also like everything's red or something mm-hmm. it's just like the color contrast is there it's pretty cool um and then it cuts to like shots of other people around the room and they're all lit like the same way uh and uh they're all vampires and then um the guy we saw earlier queenie sits like across from her and then like they s- start so spinning he's, around he's lip syncing which i think it's implied that he's singing it but he's like lip syncing this like rock song yeah and they're spinning in slow motion and there's just this lighting and it's a very like moody music video feeling moment and it's pretty cool right um, that's the scene where i was like i get it <laughs> i can see how this would be working you know yeah it's a cool scene and like this movie has a lot of like random little musical bits in it that are like rock star fantasies so like at first when you're watching you're watching it you're like oh turn they took here but then like it just keeps happening and it's it's like a cool part of the movie yeah yeah i guess this is also characterized as a musical yeah it is it's called a musical i don't i didn't really see the um the music in this as being necessarily like they're actually doing it so i guess that does make sense because in the context of a musical like they're not aware that they're in song and yeah. so in this one i think that some of those moments are kind of like that mm-hmm. but yeah. it doesn't feel like you're watching glee or something like right, that. Right. i have some banger recommendations for this movie. <laughs> i'm very excited for the recommendations portion I, I thought of a couple yeah um so what ha- so then 
so the next she morning, like she clearly she like has a fit or something and then like sped up mm-hmm. footage of her um but yeah so she didn't show up in the morning so they leave um for their uh tr- road trip for their tour and so the band has three two other guys in it there's a, a bass player and a drummer no, and a then guitar. she's bass another guitarist and yeah uh and, and then hugo. the lead singer <laughs> oh wait no H- hugo doesn't count he's not in the band hugo is their um roadie yeah. who travels with them and god truly the, the highlight of this movie for me at least he's yeah. great there, yeah there's one moment that just like made the film for he's me. french canadian <laughs> and he's um, funny as shit he always refers to himself in third person <laughs> he god. like um he turns into like the renfield type later, yeah yeah and he's really, really which funny. is funny because like that's also just that's his job because <laughs> he's a roadie um <laughs> but anyway so the Hugo, the lead singer guy, and the other two guys, they had, and they have one gig before they cross over to America because they do yeah. a rehearsal, I know. Also, before this, like, um, uh, the bartender, Alice Cooper, like, meets, um, with Joey and is like, uh, I don't know, like, I want to talk to you or something. Yeah, he's, like, very mysterious and, like, wants to get to know you know right he's like you know keep me around type of guy yeah so joey like has to go to his girlfriend and ask for money or something i don't know i didn't really pay attention to what was going on with her like it's cool because like she i guess is like the star of some sort of sci-fi show and she's dressed up yeah in a sci-fi outfit the visual for that it was really neat and yeah the scene her introduction is like slow motion of her like dancing like as like a sci-fi um in a spacesuit and then there's like this like um like stuff falling down in front of her and then it cuts away from that to show that how they're filming it Mm -hmm. and it's just this guy dropping like paint in a fish tank um i thought it was cool that they showed how the effect was done and she's just dancing um but uh yeah joey begs her for a hundred dollars and she's like you better put me on the list um uh and he's like yeah don't worry <laughs> um so cut to their gig and does jennifer shows up at this point right um yes yeah yes it's at the next gig she like walks in all vampire like and everyone's like staring at her because they're they're practicing and yeah. he goes trying to play the bass and then she tells them it sounds bad and they're like Right, Whoa, right. you're different. Yeah, she is extremely pale. She like looks like Liv Tyler now. She does look like Liv Tyler. <laughs> I thought about that. She looks just like Liv Tyler in Lord of the Rings. Um, and then because her <gasps> hair is long and straight, and yeah. she her, she's got like a her face looks like Liv oh Tyler, God. except for when she's full right. vamp mode because yeah. then she looks like Britta from Community. But um, yeah, they do this mm-hmm. thing where they light her hair so it's like like red lit red um which was cool and her lips are like like black eyeliner or black out, uh, lip liner and then like red uh lipstick and then it's like blended so like when she's like full healthy vamp they're like very lush and like beautifully done and then when she's like hungry her lips right. turn like really cracked and gross looking there's okay so the eye choice the worst was choice weird. they could have gone with yeah okay. i mean did not like that visual what did molly say like people with dark brown eyes when they wear like the blue contacts it's like that times like 
a hundred. It's so bright. And All of the vampires of, have like very bright blue eyes. Because I mean, if Which you think about it, it, vampires it are supposed to have eye yeah. things. Yeah. But like most of the time, it's red. Red. Um, yeah. But in the story, I guess they couldn't have gotten away with that. I mean, in Twilight, they do that with pretty like hazel color. Like yeah. this blue was just like shocking. But then I thought about it, and I was like, because I was like, aren't their eyes going to be sensitive to the light? Yeah, yeah. The sunlight hurts right. them, yeah. and then also, like, I guess maybe that could help with night vision. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Because, do like, your irises—the lighter your irises are, the more sensitive you are to light. Really? Yeah. What? Hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's not like drastic, but yeah, like really pale people have like light sensitivities because like their eyes are also light. Hmm. I'm not sure. making this up. <laughs> you learn something new every day folks (laughs) right that's really neat wait so because i have like blue eyes am i more likely than someone who has brown eyes to be able to see in the dark no i don't think that's true but i was like that could be a fun logic thing that they could use (laughs) okay i just want to see in the dark (laughs) yeah That'd be sick. Wait, now I'm thinking about night vision powers. <laughs> it would be pretty sick to have night vision. Well, it would have worked great in that scene oh. later oh, on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, no, because he, um, he, the one shooting that wouldn't have it. So, um, we are introduced at this point to Eddie Van Halen. Helsing. Eddie Van Helsing, played by Malcolm oh, McDowell. Oh my god, I just got that! <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so good. It's so That's funny, so yeah. Funny. <laughs> uh, and he's just this like kooky Van Helsing right. type. He's just with Van an Helsing. eye patch. He has an eye patch, and, and he always has a flashlight. <laughs> and he always wears wears sunglasses <laughs> over his <laughs> eye patch. And he's an alcoholic. There's, yeah. There's like this, which is a little sad. <laughs> ongoing bit that he like has flashlights, and it's right, so right. funny. He always carries carries around a flashlight. Um, and then they always comment about like, why do you have a flashlight? And he's like, the, I'm afraid of the dark. The first time he goes into a club to the their gig, and he's watching them, and he realizes she's a vampire. He's like walking into <laughs> the bar the with a flashlight, and I was like, who the fuck does that? And then like it quickly becomes a, yeah. a bit in the thing. So we find out that he is tracking Queenie and trying to kill Queenie. Um, so he gets to their gig and find and like sees uh, they they do their performance and <laughs> of course Jennifer is very clearly a vampire and like radiant and like mm-hmm. glowing and stuff. And, and um, what's the guy's name? Joey. Joey. Joey's girlfriend mm-hmm. is in the audience and she gets jealous when she sees jennifer also like she didn't get like she tried she to get into the, the list. list yeah into the club and then she was like i'm the lead singer's boyfriend girlfriend and the bouncer wouldn't let her in even after she recognized her from tv she made her pay and so she got in and then got mad and so halfway through the gig she throws a beer bottle at his head and he gets knocked out for the gig but then it kind of like show cuts over to jennifer and she's like looking all cool and she starts like glowing and then the screen fades and it's like after the gig right and uh while he's knocked out joey uh wakes up in at this crossroads with alice cooper like a very fancy crossroads and there's like um uh like uh a, a country 
kind of like blues kind of music yeah playing. like a yeah twingy twingy bluegrassy yeah yeah something like that but like the kind of music you'd expect for that kind of situation yeah. <laughs> um but he wakes up there and like alice cooper is there and like alice cooper is basically like implying that he can help him but yeah. um but joey wakes up um and uh jennifer like it's after their gig um and jennifer is gone he got knocked out and like uh he just like they're behind like packing up all their stuff and they're talking about how awesome the gig was even though he passed out like they did an encore and people really like jennifer and yeah. Joey's clearly like jealous and de- and is like starting to be suspicious. <laughs> and Van Helsing, and, oh, go ahead. Oh, I I don't think we're there yet. So never mind. I was just going to talk about the review that gets left in the newspaper about their performance. Oh uh, yeah, I don't think we're there. Um, yet. Van Helsing shows up and he's like, is like, where's your um bass player? And <laughs> they're like, oh, she just went to get something to eat. I don't know. <laughs> and like, they have the little joke about the flashlight. And they're <laughs> like, what are you afraid of the dark? And he's like, you should be afraid <laughs> of darkness. Um, and then so they're like, oh, she went to get something to eat, and he's like, I did not. What did he say? He, something about not wanting to hear yeah, that. I did <laughs> not want to hear that. It's weird because I think he is tr- supposed to be doing an American accent because in certain scenes he's definitely putting on an American accent, he's but he's not doing a good job. He at just it. doesn't You're do it all the way through. Kidding me. I did not pick up on that There's at def- all. Well, like, so at the end when he's getting carried away by the bouncers, he says, he says something's, um, I don't know. The way he says it sounds like he's trying to do an American accent. And then also the way he like introduces himself to certain people felt like that. But then like during the conversations, it would just drop completely. He just completely. turns into Malcolm McDowell. Yeah. <laughs> it was weird. I don't know. I don't know if that was intentional or if I just thought that <laughs> um but yeah so he he goes to find her i guess um i think this is when we get the flashback scene of oh. van helsing's backstory or van hate van, van helsing van helsing eddie, van helsing. eddie yeah. van helsing um so this part of the movie he gets in his car and he pulls down his visor and you see some photos of him and this like woman and it's like from the 70s and you're yeah. like wow that's like a really good like well done like deep fake photo young of, picture of, of Malcolm McDowell. like they did a good job editing a picture of <laughs> and him then he, he has young. a memory and then he has a memory and it's this woman performing at this club and then when it, it cuts, cuts to, to who's watching it's young malcolm mcdowell and it's not like somebody cast or anything it's like just actual footage of him from yeah. when he was younger and you're like what the fuck yeah they took footage from this movie called the lucky man or something um and just put it in this movie and they made it <laughs> oh work. lucky man is the name of the movie from 1973 they, in another part of it is it's like so they have this footage of like the woman singing at yeah. the bar which is clearly footage that they shot for this specific movie mm-hmm. but then it cuts to like close-ups of anthony mcdowell uh, mcdowell <laughs> keeps doing it from the movie and they had yeah. like, styled the scene and the sit-in actor to look like him from this movie it's to such match. a weird choice it's yeah so it's so weird. funny though and i love that they did it i wouldn't have thought to try to do that it's so funny yeah but like how do they just get the rights to 
to that movie I'm sure that, footage. That movie did not seem like it was a big 19... famous flick. Like I'm probably sure. Just... Yeah. 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 Sure, like, the company was like, "Yeah, go for <laughs> That's it." So funny. But there's another scene late, um, like right after that, where he finds the girl dead mm-hmm. with like a bunch of um, blood on her, and that also like is. And you're like, that was the same weird. movie because that's still footage of him. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, it was also young footage of him. I, it, it was just very strange and very funny. But it was a fun time watching it. We were baffled. Yeah, yeah it was awesome. <laughs> it rolled. <laughs> yeah uh oh we forgot to mention when they're traveling the miniatures did we mention those no we haven't talked about the miniatures no. oh wow. and also the map and the map yeah so as they're traveling around uh, on their tour um there there we get a map we see a map that shows all their destinations and it's like like blood flow or not not even blood it's like ink flowing to the different direction um like different their places and then when yeah they get to the place like blood will drip onto the map and also it's like this is hugo's map because as hugo seems to get like crazier hit uh <laughs> the stuff gets he starts to scribble a lot like there's a lot of notes on the map that says like hugo why why hugo why yeah. and stuff like that um so which is fun <laughs> so in between cities we always get a shot of that and then we always get a shot of the car or the hearse, they, they drive a hearse. <laughs> yeah. Um, we always get a shot of the hearse driving, but it's always on these like cliffs and they use like a little hearse miniature and they stop motion it. And it is so fun. I got excited every single time yeah. that one of them happened. And sometimes they would have like the eyes appear in the sky. Yeah, yeah. That happens right in this scene, like right after this when yeah. they're traveling. Yeah. It's so cool. I don't know. They, they pick some fun. They i think they had fun they were like oh this part we that would be too big budget what's like the fun silly way to do this Mm -hmm. you know so they they travel they're going to their next gig which is in buffalo um so they have to cross the border and um jennifer is very sick i guess she hasn't like had blood yet she hasn't fed yet so she's very sick and i think she tried to eat like normal food yeah last night um so they get to the border and um, very clearly Canadian border agents <laughs> play in the U.S. <laughs> um, border Patrol or whatever. But they go in um, to customs and like the guy like uh, puts on like gloves and is He's very really aggressive and, dramatic and, and threatening to them. Scary. He's like, do you got any drugs? <laughs> um, and then... Uh, jennifer throws up in her bag and like she's like clearly very sick and he's like are you on drugs and she's like no i just like have a hangover from partying last night after the gig after the gig yeah and he's like wait are you guys in a band (laughs) and they're like yeah we're in a band and he instantly i was in a band (laughs) (laughs) right and he's right go ahead you want to start a band (laughs) i have no musical talent no musical ability here (laughs) (laughs) The idea of being in a band, I would love it, but I I can't. I have no ability. I'm going to take a tangent real quick. Have you guys been seeing all that sheesh stuff going around? Yes. I can't stop doing it. I'm surprised that's not what I opened with on our call today. Um, kids have started showing up at my store and one will like hold up an item of clothing like should i get it and the other ones will call sheesh in agreement like it's a thing that happens now and it sounds funny but when it happens over and over and over again 
Wow. <laughs> anyway, what were we talking about? Don't know. The They're going hair. to Buffalo. The costumes yeah. guy being like, yeah. "Yeah, you guys are in a van. I think you're so, cool." So yeah, she's very sick. They stop at a gas station. Hugo has to pee. Oh. Yeah, go so, ahead. In the meantime, um, Malcolm McDowell yeah. has like also pulled through Border Patrol, and the guy's <laughs> like, "Hey, you know what's your business here? Like, what do you got going on?" He's like, "I'm hunting." Um, <laughs> and the um, he says he's American. Do you have any weapons in your car? What? He says he's American. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. And so the guy goes, do you have any weapons in your car? And Malcolm McDowell was like, oh, yeah, lots. And then the guy's like, oh, we'll have fun. <laughs> the no, guy's like, welcome home. Welcome home. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, it just funny. lets him through. It's great. <laughs> oh, I just remembered. Malcolm McDowell's other credit that I know him famously for is from EZA. He's the principal. Um, anyways, let's continue. <laughs> I love Easy A. I do too. Oh. Yeah, He's the so principal. Um, his performance in that movie is incredible. So they so. stop at a gas station uh, and they go in to get snacks. So Hugo, Hugo and Jennifer go in um, and Hugo goes to the bathroom and Jennifer is just staring <laughs> at the this gas station guy. This nerdy gas station clerk who has the boldest confidence I've ever seen and he should not. I don't know what yeah. has empowered him. And he flirts with her. He, uh, she's like, I'm thirsty. And he's like, um, I get off at 4 <laughs> get off at 4 a.m. <laughs> I'm get a drink. And then she's like, I'm thirsty now. And he's like, something like, I can help with that or He's something. sipping out of this big, like, cup. Slurpy cup. Slurpy cup. And so he comes around the counter and he's like, being very sexually suggestive with his straw. Yeah. And so she takes and it he and says, plunges it into I his I think neck. he also, he says suck yeah, or something says, like that. Yeah. He says the title. Yeah. Which sucks. Hey, that's but, funny. Um, that's a good bit. More movies should do that. So then she um, stabs oh, him in the neck. Wait a second. Wait a goddamn minute. If you call back to earlier episodes, I don't know if I said this in episode or not, but I talked about a device that would allow a vampire yeah. to get blood straight from the neck using a straw. Right. As if the straw had a punctured tip. Yeah. That you could just slap in like a Capri Sun. And what does this movie do? This movie brings my vision to life in yep. front of our eyes. Yep, and yep. it works. stabs him with a straw and sucks his blood out of his neck like a Capri Sun. Right. It's great. So she goes ham and then Hugo comes out of the bathroom and sees it and freaks out. And I think he <laughs> passes. No. Uh... Uh, she tells him she, he has to help her dismember the body and then he like passes out or something and then she wakes him up and she's basically tells him like i'm your master now and you yeah. have to do what i tell you to and they she do gets, this like, weird scary. for weird effects for when she's like doing her compulsion and like like the lighting switches from red to like bright white when whenever um she she like is either like really nice or she like speaks with like a demon voice and like is mean to him so he gets compelled to dismember the body and he doesn't want to and he's very upset about it and so she promises him uh immortality. immortality at the end of the tour so she we in between all this we've been flashing to the van and the other people are getting impatient and then joey's about to come out and she gets into the van and she's like oh here's all your snacks and they were like what's taking hugo so long and she's like oh he hasn't he got a nosebleed <laughs> and then hugo comes into the van and this is the funniest moment in the whole movie 
he's covered in blood and he just sits down and he's very traumatized and what does he says like we gotta leave we need to leave or something he says no someone asks him dude are you okay that's a huge nosebleed and then he's like everything's fine or something <laughs> and he's just like it's he just is so clearly traumatized it's so <laughs> fucking funny yeah um so then it just cuts to i think like basically the, the next game. they go to buffalo where moby is the lead of a and band his name is apparently beef his name is beef and like all of his fans throw meat at the stage when he's performing and the drummer is very traumatized by that <laughs> our dr- like the drummer of the winners is the name of the band that we're following who in fact the drummer you might recognize him dear listeners as jay from degrassi right the more and if you, you don't then perhaps you were listening to the wrong <laughs> podcast the more the movie went on the more i was like wow that really is him like you know you're just yeah. like looking you're like yep that's him all right oh yeah right but um yeah he's traumatized by all the all the meat which yeah. i would be too that's so weird but moby <laughs> gives like an ape shit performance and he's okay stupid moby's stupid he sucks anyways so so after the gig um uh uh like they're smoking weed in their hotel room and uh jennifer's in the other room and uh someone's like oh she has all the rolling papers we go get them hugo and so hugo starts to go and then he's like i don't want to and then moby's like i'll go get him and then hugo's like no actually i I will (laughs) um but moby beef i guess is the name beef. beef goes uh like and goes into jennifer's room and then like flirts with her and, and uh then she kills him. and then well he like pushes her down mm-hmm. like to give him a blowjob and then it cuts to a shot of the other guitar player biting into a hot dog classic <laughs> visual gag and, and then you hear him like screaming. moby screaming in the other room so then Hugo freaks out and he's like, I'm going to go check on those rolling papers. And he goes in there and she's obviously eating him. And so she's like, help me get rid of this body. And so they're working on that. And then the other bandmates decide they're going to go in there. And so they go in and they see blood everywhere and she's eating the body. Right. And then the one guy starts freaking out thinking that they smoked PCP instead of marijuana. <laughs> and yeah. so like, that's why they're seeing it. But uh, Joey's like, nope, this is happening right now. This is terrifying. Right. Joey's like, oh, she's a vampire. Ugh, why would you do this? <laughs> and she, he's mad at her. Um, also, before this, they, like, have this conversation about how everyone in the band is in love with her. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah. So, anyway, they're like, okay, we're not going to deal with this. Um, um, and they just leave the hotel room. Or yeah. they just leave, like, later. They go to the diner. And then, so, Also, like- this is the first time we get <laughs> um, Hugo, like... There's a fly in the bathroom with him, and he, oh, like, yeah. smacks it, and he's like, you're my only friend, and then he eats, eats it. it. Very Renfield. Yeah. But then um, Eddie Van Halen. Helsing. Helsing. God damn it. <laughs> Eddie Van Helsing shows up, and they're gone, so he's trying to track them more. So they're at a diner having a conversation, and yeah. Joey's pissed, and he's laying some ground rules for if she's going to be in the band and be a vampire. And it's like, don't turn anybody into a vampire. Only you eat have cow's, to eat blood, cow's yeah. blood, um, and they're like, "That's stupid," but whatever. Right. 
Um, and also we see like on their website, they're getting a lot of hits cause everyone's obsessed with Jennifer. We essentially get a music video. Oh, yeah. That, I think that's later down the line when we get the music video. No, it is. It is like oh, it's this basically one. this point. Yeah. Yeah. So we get a spooky <coughs> vampire aesthetic music video. Very like mid two thousands rock aesthetics. I'll say that. I'm going to, I'm going to tag in here. It's fine. It's no queen of the damned. No, absolutely I mean, yeah. not. Let us call back to the Queen of the Damned music video that so enraptured our dear Jesse. Right? Perfect. Grainy visuals, like just super sexy vocals. Amazing. Great performance. Would definitely see that MTV. This music video leans less into the sexy raw appeal of vampirism and goes for like a different route, which is like lower budget and worse. I don't know. I'm gonna it's, counter that they're different. They're different rock, and so their music video rock. aesthetics are different. Yeah, sure. I also I think like, like if oh, I like it less too. If you're a fan, like going on trying to find Jennifer, the the music video is well, like teasing you. For Jennifer, it's yeah. it's definitely teasing you. Well, like no, it's mostly shot on this dude's face, Joey's face, and then we get like little clips of Jennifer. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely like hiding, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um uh but then there's also like other shots of her like floating above Joey um which I don't know if that was the music video or if that was just us seeing that or something I don't know. I think know. it was in the music video. It fit the song. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, okay. Um but anyway. It's like fine. You might see this one on like VH1. Yeah. a whole segment about like underground bands you've never heard of. Right. This would be on Jumpstart. <laughs> jumpstart this would be on jumpstart oh my god i miss jumpstart do they still do that i don't think so i think i looked it up recently not to be like what generation is that like gen x or anything i don't but know. i really wish that mtv still like played music played videos music. Yeah. all the time yeah That'd be I, really I, cool. I miss because i love music videos so like if there was a you channel know. that played them if i'm home during the day i would just have music videos playing i'm sure like youtube you can start doing that but the algorithm just always veers into the wrong direction it and you does gotta, like, not do it right get it back over my question is right what are the rules about like public access television and if we could just do i know we'd have to get copyright and i know i have to get copyright for songs we should but what if there it. was like a public access television station where you could just play music videos we, we could do it you just gotta start with the small bands and then it gets big i would start playing ham radio songs <laughs> so anyways yeah we watched this music video um yeah yeah so right after this they leave buffalo and they go to um albany or somewhere somewhere on the like further out in new york um and they go to visit iggy pop iggy pop uh i don't know i don't know his character's name yeah (laughs) but he has a studio and like they have a chance to record a song with him and he's just this like cool guy who used to be in a band he used to be like semi-famous and he's just cool and they do a song that uh that jennifer wrote Mm -hmm. instead of joey but joey's like kind of like not thrilled about it yeah but they finish it and then joey and iggy pop are like having a drink and iggy pop basically asks him about her being a vampire yeah and he's like i don't know what you're talking about and he's like shut up i know vampires are real and it's stupid for you to stay in a band with one you got to do something about it and joey's like yeah but we're finally famous like i don't want to let that go 
And so Iggy Pop's like, okay, well, you can leave now. The studio's closed for you forever. Yeah. And so he kicks them out. Yeah. So they go to their next gig. Uh, but as they're walking through the club... Um, Akasha showed up? And no. God, I fucking wish. Could you imagine? That'd be a better movie. God. <laughs> Akasha in Canada. What if the what oh. if the the, the storylines lined up and that was the same bar and they just happened to be there doing their own business <laughs> and then they all got blown up. <laughs> Anyways, what actually happens is um well it's Jennifer walking through the club to the green room and then this weird dude stops her and is like, "Oh, you're so beautiful." I gotta be honest, that guy almost ruined this movie for me. He it was, was weird. so weirdly like well. It was definitely, it's definitely like a 2009, like, style of comedy where you're just a weird character that's weird for no reason. That likes doing drugs. Um, And then he, like, is all about how beautiful this woman is. And then he gives her two pills and he's like, take the pills and he licks them and then he gives them to her. They're my eyes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's weird. weird. And he's also wearing a gray wig that looks like they bought it at, like, Party City. Right. Um, It's very cheap looking. There's a few scenes like that in this where it feels like, like maybe it was just like a random Canadian comedian yeah. that was friends with these people that they wanted to include. And they just like, cause there's also a scene with a bouncer <laughs> when Van Helsing is trying to get into a club and he has a flashlight and the bouncer is like, what's the flashlight for? And he's like, I'm afraid of the dark. And the bouncer like, is like, I'm oh, afraid that's of under- small spaces. Yeah. It's understandable. <laughs> and then just <laughs> lets him in. <laughs> yeah. So the weird thing with the drugs <laughs> happens and it's just an ac- excuse to give, uh jennifer some drugs that like she leaves on the table in the green room mm-hmm. and oh then... this fucking guy yeah. i remember what part we're at yeah <laughs> yeah um <laughs> that guy's a puppeteer he is a puppeteer in oh, real that's life that's a puppeteer yeah okay. yes that's why i felt it important to note that he is a puppeteer yeah you should stick to that <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah it's all stupid just like what's his name joey needs an he gets like so joey um his ex-girlfriend who threw the bottle at him um has come to this gig with her new boyfriend who is their ex their old manager who's now obsessed with them because they're famous now. yeah and then he like says that something like they have a spot at this big important gig or something and there's going to be a lot of industry people oh no he got them on the radio that's what it was um they're they're going to be on the radio the next day and then like joey is mad at him for dating his ex-girlfriend or something and so they have a fight up with her. <laughs> and, um and um like doesn't like joey get hit with a bottle again no she when the guy dumps her she walks away and throws the bottle and hits him with it yeah that's like her signature i got broken up with me was to throw the bottle at the guy so he goes in and he's like i do we have any aspirin but hugo doesn't have any so he looks at the pills on the table and just takes them yeah because that's what which is do. you're in a band <laughs> Like, how do you not know to, to not take random drugs yeah. off green room tables? <laughs> Maybe he just didn't know. care. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. It was the... a stupid decision used to progress the plot. 
Well, yeah, it didn't even matter because all it did was make the next scene cool very like looking. drug and trippy. But you could have done that without him taking drugs. Well, <laughs> even that, like they didn't have to do it that way. Like they could have just like had somebody put a drug in his drink, you know, like he picks up the wrong drink or something or he accidentally drinks too much or. Right. But the drug like he, doesn't do anything for the plot. Or he just purposely takes the drug because he's upset. Like it could be yeah. anything. It just looks cool. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it looks cool, but, like, we get a bunch of shots of him, like, freaking out and, like, being weird, like, while he's on stage in the gig, mm -hmm. but it doesn't really make a difference. No, it doesn't matter. In, at all. They so, just wanted to make a cool scene. It was weird, but also, um, at this point, the other two members of the band are vampires oh, yeah, now. yeah, we haven't addressed that. They've <laughs> she's slowly over turned time, them. Over time, she's turned them um, because they're friends, and she they, like, asked for it. And um, Joey's like onto them, and he's yeah. like, "You're looking pretty pale and stuff like that," and it's pissing him off. Yeah. So after the gig, he comes up to Jennifer, and he's like, "I want to be in the band," and she's like, "What do you mean? This is your band?" And he's like, "No, I want to be in the band," and she's like, "No, I'm not going to turn you. That would be a bad idea." Yeah. Um, but he's like, "I wanted, I want it to happen." So she bites her lip, and then they kiss, um, which is like in. Uh, in Fright Night, <laughs> um, the oh, remake, yeah, yeah, when yeah. he does that, he like rubs his blood on his, his lips, lips and, and then kiss. kiss kisses her. Um, this came first. Very hot. No, oh yeah, this did come first. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so now he's a vampire, and then, I mean, they do their next gig, and they're all having fun, and right after the gig, they. Are all the vampires are chomping on some on a groupie, uh, on a groupie. And, but Joey is like, no, I don't want to kill anyone. Um, so he goes outside, and who's there but Iggy Pop? God, great choice. <laughs> yeah, Iggy Pop Pop shows up, um, and is like, uh, so uh, yeah, you're famous now. So what's this like, yeah. or whatever? Um, and I don't know. They have a fight, and then like Joey like like accidentally cuts his throat by just like waving his hand mm -hmm. um and his like fingers are long now fingernails are long now because he's a vampire um and he cuts his throat and kills iggy pop and then this is where we get the reference to um uh why am can i not think of the names of the movies we've done uh ganja and hess because oh, yeah. he looks at the blood and he like is addicted you know it's yeah. it's very similar to that scene from ganja ness where he finds Maida's body and wow, like sees really, the blood pooling really ties in all of our films that's what i was saying yeah, at the beginning right. <laughs> and also they do the eyes in the sky which is a reference dracula. to dracula <laughs> and the great gatsby <laughs> yeah <laughs> um but <laughs> another that's famous pretty good vampire film <laughs> um but so then, somehow he found finds out there's like a way to fix it. Yeah, uh, I think we skipped when they go on the radio. They go on the radio oh, like Henry and Rollins. Henry Rollins is the DJ, and he's like, "Oh, you guys look so cool. You guys are like really cool and, and oh, real." Yeah, and through newspapers, we find out like everyone knows they're vampires. No, that's after this because he's like, "You guys look so cool. You guys really like how's uh, what's that makeup?" And like they get mad at him. I don't know. Like you guys were talking during this scene, so I couldn't pay attention to what they were saying. Sorry, but um. Anyway, the the there's one of the band guys, he's the guitar player. 
he to me he looks like Mark Duplass, but Duplass gets mad. Sure. Um, and you know who I'm talking about, right, Molly? It's the one that's yeah, not I, Jay. Like I also think he looks like a different celebrity to me more. I think he also kind of looks like Simon Rex a little bit. I don't know who that is. Mm, no, I mean I can. But see like not really. It's not quite him. It's somebody else. He reminds me of Kurt from Glee. <laughs> not Kurt. <laughs> The other, the guy, oh, what's his name? Oh, God. Blaine? No, no, the guy with in the wheelchair, the, um. Artie. What's his name? Artie. Artie. That's not his name. His real name is Kevin. Kevin. In real life, his name is Kevin? Sure. Artie, oh my God, that really was his name, Artie. Okay. He. I think he looks like that guy. Anyways. Anyway, he gets pissed off and he's like, we're this isn't makeup we're vampires and then they eat the radio guy um so they've revealed that they're vampires on and, live and radio somebody and then right after that their dave foley their manager comes up and he's like oh that was the greatest radio stunt since orson wells i booked <laughs> you like all across the country on all these radio stations um and so now everyone knows and this is when we get all the newspapers mm-hmm. and everyone knows that they're vampires now um uh we get this cool shot of them in a plane like drinking from little blood bags yeah uh and it's jennifer and joey and they're talking and joey's like what if i could fix this and she's like no we're dead now we can't be human again and he's like but i can do it and then <laughs> Malcolm McDowell shows up. Eddie Van Helsing walks in. And, and he's like, you have to basically kill your sire. And if you do that, then it can cure you. Yeah. So we need to find Queenie and kill him. And they have to, it's like their job to like keep him distracted for long enough or some shit. Right. So they go to Queenie's house and um, they're like, yeah, our car broke down. Can we stay here? Uh, it's almost like daytime mm-hmm. or something. Um, so they have this awkward scene, like just in his living room where he's plays them a song that he wrote a hundred years ago that he finally figured out. Uh, and Hugo is very scared and Hugo's like, I have to pee. Uh, and then I forget what Queenie says. Well, Queenie's like, why are you so nervous right now? Or so scared right now? Yeah. And then, um... I don't remember how all the action gets started. Well, he says we're all going to die. Um, and, like, also he pees his pants. And then Joey's like, no, Hugo, stop. Uh, and then Queenie's like, what? No, let him speak. What was he going to say? Uh, and then I guess, like, they, like, distract each other. And then Jennifer stabs him mm. um, in the back. But he's like, you missed my heart. Um, uh, and then Malcolm McDowell shows up. Uh, with like a crossbow, a crossbow gun. shoot um, Queenie and he's like you killed Danielle yeah. um, and he's like oh I've killed lots of people um, but he reveals that Danielle is actually alive and a vampire and, and is famous in Japan is famous in Japan yeah um, and she's there now she appears behind Malcolm McDowell is like yep it's me <laughs> And then the well the the lights go out and he shoots him a bunch in the dark. Um, he's basically shooting all the members of the band and it's like a big joke gag and they're like oh god why are you doing this? Yeah. Um. But then the lights uh like Danielle brings up a candle, um and 
uh, Joey. Joey impales um, Queenie with a guitar and well, then no, plays a riff. Not before. Um, uh, before that, though, Queenie stakes the drummer guy. Um, oh yeah. And so he dies, and they're yeah. pissed. But then Joey impales him with a. I don't think it was Joey. I thought it was the other guy that did it. I thought it was Joey. I don't know. One of them impale it like stabs him with the guitar neck and like a riff happens and then he like catches on fire and yeah. then there's like kind of an explosion and then it shows and they're all like wriggling around on the floor because they're not vampires anymore and most of them have been shot with arrows and stuff <laughs> so they're like in pain right um so they're all <laughs> they're all cured they're all human again and then we get like a little epilogue with uh jennifer and joey in the suburbs they're, they're just living yeah but then lifestyle. they get a flat matching outfits yeah, yeah which was weird it to was me. stupid yeah it was weird were they coming from family photos no they were coming from playing yeah like whatever what the <laughs> they were playing like some charades with her parents or something they um, fell down the dad uh punk rock to dad rock um real fast <laughs> yeah yeah, but their their car breaks or they get a flat tire and so, so they pull over and they get out of the car and it's the freaking crossroads. <gasps> and also Alice Cooper. Right. We didn't mention this, but throughout the movie, Alice Cooper keeps trying to tempt um Joey. Joey. And at one point Joey's side. like, No, you're you're a vampire. You guys are evil. I'm not gonna go with you and Alice Cooper's like, Hey, just join us, it's fun. <laughs> um, but now Alice Cooper shows up um and joey's like wings. well joey's like no i thought you we we killed queenie i thought um we killed the queen vampire or whatever and alice cooper's like actually i'm from an older <laughs> uh type um you guys might call me old school or something and then like he has wings black feathered wings mm-hmm. um come out from behind him um and they're like uh, he he like basically offers them like a new like chance at being rock stars, and uh, and like it's clear that they want it. Right, they're so into it, and they're like, they we need it. a new drummer. And he's like, oh, I know one. And then you don't get the payoff of who the new drummer is. You don't get a reveal. Sad. And that's the end of the movie. Yep. Yeah. Pretty good flick. <laughs> yeah, it's it's Pretty it's good fun. Good flick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's it's just like I mean it's it's definitely not like a horny vampire movie it's more of like just a comedy it's it's a comedy musical rock star vampire movie i -hmm. think this guy watched queen of the damned and was like god i wish that were me but in my way and then was like this is how i would do it i mean it's yeah like (laughs) they uh, they slowly turned the rest of the band and then like everyone's a vampire at the end it worked, okay? It I mean, makes he sense. did a good job. It was fun. Yeah, it's just like a fun little movie. <laughs> um, I don't know. Should we go into our segment? There's, okay, the sky effect. They, they oh, do some yeah. weird cr- color correction on the sky well, I think at this weird movie points. just in general, the color work was strange. Not it my reminded favorite. me. It reminded me of Terrifier a lot. Mm. Yeah. 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 Um, It just it's 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 those it's like it looks cool at first maybe like but eventually you get to a point where you're like this is like too much and it's too obvious there was a lot of just bright moments i didn't like 
Yeah. Um, stuff like that. So, like, um, in the gas station when she was compelling him, like her face was way like over, over, yeah. uh, over lit exposed. and stuff. Overexposed. Yeah. Yeah. There was definitely like, I mean, I don't want to say this is a perf like give the impression that this film is like the greatest thing and it's perfect, but like it is genuinely really fun. It's just, mm -hmm. it has the flaws that come with being a low budget film. Right. Yeah. But the miniature cars make up for it. <laughs> Absolutely. And the little bed at the beginning, yeah. that's pretty awesome. You don't get that a lot. Um, sure. So let's go into segments. Um I can't think of uh What would you do? What would you do if it were you in this movie? Nice. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that's oh a Nirvana reference. There we go. That's for the crew. Do you right guys there. know? Do you know about what I was like when I was younger? Were you into Nirvana? Probably really liked '80s music. Oh. I mean, yeah, that tracks because you still do. I don't know if you do know this. You want to hear some lore? Sure. I used to be a really big Guns N' Roses fan. Oh yeah, oh, I knew that actually. And my entire Tumblr was dedicated to Guns N' Roses and like '80s rock. And then I found out about the '90s. <laughs> <laughs> I got like really, really, really into Nirvana and like the Red Hot Chili Peppers and um like Smashing Pumpkins and Soundgarden and all that Pearl Jam, all that gr whole, um all that grunge stuff that yeah. really I really really liked it. And then I got really into the 2000s. <laughs> yeah. And I hung out about the 2000s music for a while. So I had like a huge, huge, huge Nirvana phase. Yeah. Um. So I love all that grunge shit. Yeah. I feel like the worst person I know right now. I was well, I, I was a poser. I pretended I listened to a lot of that stuff, and I really just knew the main Green stuff. Day was like the first band I was into, and me um, too, Harish. Yeah, I I got like really into like that kind of like pop punk type thing. Um, the first band I was into was Hanson. But <gasps> yeah. I, I saw Hanson in concert. I love them. Um, actually, no, um, it would probably be In Sync. Nice. Um, Didn't listen to. Rock oh, we should talk about the circle later. Um, oh yeah. So, I uh -oh. really like Boulevard of Broken Dreams when I was like in first grade. Yeah. Always singing it, and then in sixth grade we had to write a paper about our favorite like musicians or bands, and so I wrote about Green Day. Yeah. One of my like biggest memory musical memories. You know how you have like when you hear a song, sometimes you just have this memory. Uh -huh. um, formative songs. I. Uh, this was not a formative year. It was. Um, when I, uh, freshman or sophomore year of college, I was at the student union, uh, in the food part that like the just general where you get all the different, mm -hmm. I don't remember what it was called. Yeah. I was just standing there waiting on something and Boulevard of Broken Dreams started playing in my headphones and I just felt so sad standing like <laughs> waiting for my, I think I was getting just like a cheeseburger from the stand and I was just like, this is just a weird moment for me right That's now. Awesome. <laughs> That's my Boulevard of Broken Dreams story um but anyway if you were in this movie who do you relate to i mean i, do I guess you go since <laughs> i have no musical talent and i'm just like that i would yeah i, I was thinking you go up first but also i i kind of feel like the drummer as well mm -hmm. he's he's very relatable he's kind of like the everyman right he doesn't yeah, really have a part <laughs> but yeah he's, he's kind of just like yeah 
Yeah, I have no musical skills. There was like a solid week of college where I thought about becoming a roadie. And then I was like, you don't care about any of those (laughs) things, Sam. Do not make that your life. You're just romanticizing the lifestyle. And then I was like, okay, never mind. So I guess here you go. I got a bass because I wanted to learn how to play bass for a while. How'd that go? I still have it. What? I said, how'd that go? Hey, you know something about me? Want to know another fact about me? Do you know how many hobbies I have that I've started and haven't finished? I I, I, I tried to. I could play um I could play a few Pixie songs on bass, oh. like pretty solid. I could do uh, like the riff from Gigantic, and like the Where Is My Mind bass line, and um uh um what's what's another one? Um, I'm not gonna get it, but I could do a few Pixie songs, which I felt great about. I feel like I'm just baiting someone, like some guy to come and talk to me about music and like talk down to me. That's what the entire like past five minutes of me talking has been. I don't know. Those people don't listen to our podcast. Yeah, you're right. They would have tapped out the second we said Queen of the Damned is a great movie. <laughs> um. Uh. Yeah. Okay. I mean, if I were the drummer, I guess I'm dying at the end. Um. But also, this is just kind of how I imagine, like, it, one of our friends becoming a vampire would turn out. Everyone just, just slowly, slowly turning into yeah, vampires? Yeah. It wouldn't even be slow. There would probably just be a party where it all happened. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's like, all right, we're all heading over. I know our friend group, and it would be one person, and then it would be like, oh, I want to be a vampire. Oh, yeah, do me too, do me too. And it would be like, you know how backburner parties would get and everyone would start chanting and like joining in on like a weird thing that everyone <laughs> else was doing. taking turns slapping each other. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly how it would go. Without a doubt in my mind. And then we'd be like, oh, that's funny. And then we're all damned. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um... Hey, you going to hell? Hey, I'm going to hell too. <laughs> hey, see you there, buddy. Sounds like a backburner party anyways. So what's next? Are uh, we done with that segment? Yeah, the acting sure. awards. <gasps> oh, I'm going to say, oh, you know what? Actually, I don't know. All right, so we have three awards that we choose to give out. Um, there's the Jared Padalecki. The, Chad- <laughs> the Jared Padalecki. <laughs> I almost said Chattahoochee. <laughs> I heard you almost say that. <laughs> the Chad Sahelski. Um, the jared padalecki acting award for excellence in acting which is it's a really 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 good movie and um you were the best actor in the movie then i have a question can anyone on this podcast say an actor's name correctly no (laughs) no then there's the mishioker award uh which is it was like a meh movie and this person did a good job in it and then there's the jensen accolade for mm-hmm. you tried your best in the shitty movie, which is um, the movie's shit, and you were the good part of it. Um, I can start out. Yeah, go ahead. I think I'm gonna give this my first mediocre. Yeah, it's like fun. It's it, it yeah. was a movie. I was like, yeah, that's like I get. I don't know actually. Right. Because my issue with it, it's, it's between a Jared and a Misha for me. It's not like it's not bad, and it's not like even average. Like it was an enjoyable movie. Right. I'll just round up. Ah, uh, but like. <laughs> I don't know. Actually, I don't want to go first. Yeah, I'm yeah. I was, same I was thinking the same thing because, like, this is definitely. I would just. Dis- I would call it a good movie. If someone asked me, "Hey, is that good?" I'd be like, "Yeah, yeah it's pretty it's good. good." Like, you're not. I wouldn't. <laughs> but I wouldn't it's say not, Don't watch this. I it's would not say, yeah. like. It's not a great movie, but it's also not mediocre. I wouldn't call it mediocre. I. I think it's just like you know, pretty good. <laughs> I'll give it a Jared. So uh, yeah. 
I, it's a Jared in my book because, like, I will get into more in the ratings, but, like, I was genuinely amused and I had a good time. So it's a Jared. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm giving it to Hugo. <laughs> 100%. Without a doubt in my mind, it's going to Hugo. <laughs> Um, yeah, he just like murdered this role. He was yeah. so funny. Hugo was great. Um, yeah, I'm also giving it to Jared. I do want to say like a lot of the people in this movie were really really good. Yeah. Like all the rock stars that featured in got into their parts really a lot. Um, they did a good job, and um, yeah, I don't yeah. know. Everyone did yeah. a good job. They were funny. Like the, I ev- think yeah. The only person we didn't like was the weird guy with the drugs. Oh, yeah, that weird drug guy. I I mean, I don't think that was his fault. It was just a bad part. It was just a bad part. (laughs) He was trying his best. I don't know. He's the in a shitty movie. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He's trying his best in a shitty role. (laughs) In a shitty role, yeah. Um, So, villain ranking? Is there, I guess... Queenie's the villain. Queenie's the villain. Okay, give me I a mean, second. I mean, he's not very valuable to me, so. That's some weak shit. I gotta <laughs> say. Yeah. Some weak shit, Queenie. He was barely in the movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm just gonna. tell you a thing about him, I'm right? gonna pop Queenie dead last. I think I am too. <laughs> I'm gonna have to agree. It's just like, he just wasn't very important to the plot, to be honest. No. He did fuck all nothing. Except for sing a song on a rotating bed, <laughs> which arguably was cool, but eh. I just don't care. Yeah. Like... Okay, yeah. He's dead last. That's I think we're all, <laughs> yeah, we're we're all, all in agreement agreed. here. Okay. I'm gonna have to agree as well. So ratings? What are we rating this out of? <sighs> Guitar picks? Flashlights. <laughs> Flashlights. He has all those flashlights strapped to him when he's going into the bar that one time. That is. It doesn't have to be flashlights, but that is the standout prop. I like flashlights as well. All right, how many flashlights? Out of ten. Um, I think I'm gonna go for like a seven. Um, it was generally enjoyable. I had a really, really fun time. Like Harish said, if somebody asked me if they wanted to watch this movie, I would say like, yeah, or they should watch it. I would say like, yeah, it's actually a really good time. I'm probably not going to watch this again. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, if it, if it's on TV or something and I'm sitting at, you know, my family home board, I'll watch it. But like, I'm not going to seek it out. Um, but I had a good time and I will like, if like, I would talk about this, I'd bring this movie up in conversation. It's worth that. So it's right. a seven. I'd also give it a seven for the exact same reasons. And also all the cameos. Um, yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's just a fun movie that like don't doesn't take itself too seriously and like it it's just fun. Um and it's only an hour and a half, so it doesn't <laughs> Also a big plus. <laughs> also a plus. Um yeah, like I I mean it's exactly as I described at the beginning like this is a movie that if it was on when I randomly turned on the TV I'd watch it to the end and then never think about it again. <laughs> um but yeah. And that's fair. W- doesn't suck. <laughs> How's that? <laughs> Molly, what's your rating? Um I'm going to give it a 7 as well. It's it's like fine. It's like a good movie. Yeah. Um you're right. I also agree. Like, if someone was like, hey, should I watch this? I'd be like, hey, yeah, like, it's fun. Mm-hmm. It's good for a group of people, I think. Like, yeah. It's also a good, not sober movie. Yeah. Because um, sometimes I felt like the pacing was kind of weird for me. 
there were parts like they could have expanded on and the parts they could have cut right for it to be like tighter um this is but def- overall it's just fun it's like a silly road trip band vampire movie like it's exactly as it describes itself this is definitely the kind of movie where i would come home or like come home with like maybe a group of roommates or something and then like after a night of drinking we're all like super drunk we uh turn on the tv and put on a random movie and then i do not understand anything that's going on in (laughs) the movie this is definitely one of those movies where it's like hey this is a great movie to put on and then i'm gonna be confused because i'm too drunk for it oh my god you're so right one of my most horrific movie watching experiences was when I came in about halfway through the Greasy Strangler at a oh, backburner party. That's when I think about watching movies at a party, I think about two things. One time after a Bitch Palace party, I made everybody left over watch Spice World and we had a great time. And then mm-hmm. two, being at that fucking party at their apartment <laughs> and everybody slowly sitting down and watching the goddamn Greasy Strangler. Thank God we came to our senses before we finished the film. But Gee, oh like God. why why did we do that it was horrific <laughs> so um right. you're right that's exactly how it happened slowly more and more people started coming in and then just watched like everyone else watching the movie we and they just... came in to watch the movie too people were coming in they're like party and they come in just a room of people watching and it wasn't like oh there's like five people it was like a whole party worth of people yeah. oh yeah. yeah watching this movie just an insane amount of people <laughs> <laughs> that is not a movie to watch like in no. a group no. <laughs> so um yeah anyways recommendations i have a couple oh, I, have so I know many. molly has a lot so i want her to go first i mean obviously queen of the damned it's mm. the one we based this off of yeah um i'm gonna say evil dead 2 based on the miniature work oh good um a movie that i love oh i typed something wrong when i was drunk it's funny um <laughs> a movie that i love called phantom of the paradise mm. it's like a rock musical if we have not done it before my birthday, that is my birthday pick for this year. Nice. Okay. It's so good. It's yeah. so good. Have you guys seen it? No, no, I've wanted to watch it. Isn't it um what's his name from Brian uh, De Palma? Yeah, Brian De Palma. It's one of my favorite movies. It's so fun. Nice. Um but like rock movie and um, one of the main rock stars in them. My favorite character in that movie's name is Beef. So I thought oh. that was funny. Oh. That's cool. Um Another recommendation is Scott Pilgrim versus the World. I was also going to recommend that. <laughs> yeah, that's a good recommendation. That's great. I don't know why. It just like felt Canadian, right. Yeah, all of the band's vibes. Yeah. Music, like, yeah. Small show. Right. Definitely has the same aura. Like same year, I think, too. Is Scott Pilgrim also like 2000, 2008, 2009? It's somewhere I, around there, yeah. Yeah, I feel like it was later, but somewhere around there, yeah. Ooh. I don't it's think 2010. It's... No. Yeah. All right, I have two more. Um, Jennifer's body, Damn also it. for the band aspect, and because was... the main woman's name is Jennifer. Sorry. And then also, and then like, just room. the like being a rock star and doing something supernatural to make you cooler. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. What was your other one? Didn't you have two? Oh, green room. Green room. Oh, Ooh, green room. Green yeah. room. Good. <laughs> Starring Anton Yelchin. Oh, that movie is scary. It's oh my stressful. god, it is yeah. so scary. <laughs> Um, I had a couple. Uh, Jennifer's Body, um, Queen of the Damned were two of them. Uh, Prince of Darkness, which we've done on this Ooh, podcast, because yeah. Alice Cooper is Alice also Cooper. in that. I was going to say that. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so okay. sorry. Um, Rock of Ages, simply for the rock 
singing in it <laughs> and also <laughs> i'm a big rock of ages stan um i know other ones are out there maddie folger i'm looking at you um, um i'd also like to throw my hat in that ring you also rock of ages <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. that oh, movie yeah, is dude. so fucking good and if you tell rock me it's a bad musical i'll punch you in the jaw <laughs> wait wait what was that i said if you tell me it's a bad musical i'll punch you in the no. jaw like it's a good ass musical <laughs> no we're not gonna take it uh, we built this city mashup thrives in my brain so so good (laughs) but um i listen to that soundtrack like a lot uh but and then my only other one was um oh slice that a24 film where chance the rapper's a werewolf is that a24 yeah it's an a24 film that's not a24 i swear to god it is really yeah it was one of their it was because it came out right when a24 was like becoming like significant weird you know um that movie is very like low budget and so cheesy so ridiculously low budget yeah and um zazie beats is in it and it's like quirky and cute i liked it i had a good time i know quinn hates that movie but also i don't remember a lot of it but uh uh, paul shears in it he plays their boss (laughs) yeah i'm looking at this cast right now and i am really gonna push for this yeah i'm pretty sure it's an a24 film yeah it's in the bottom of the poster that's so weird because it does not you if you watch that movie you would not think it's an a24 movie i think the beginning a24 kind of had more of like a wider range of shit but i mean slice is good fun and it kind of reminds me of this like i don't really want to watch slice again but i know i had a good time when i was watching it yeah so um yeah that was my other one um i didn't really have any Except for Prince of Darkness, which you said. But also, speaking of Alice Cooper roles um, in the (gasps) NBC NBC version of uh, the live, you know, Jesus Christ Superstar, Alice Cooper plays Herod. Oh, really? In that. And he is great. He's great (laughs) as Herod in Jesus Christ Superstar. Of course. I mean, it's Alice. But over, I mean, that's the one where John Legend plays Jesus. Uh, What were you going to say? I thought you were going to talk about the John Carpenter movie that Alice Cooper's in. Yeah, no, Prince of Darkness. Samantha said that, yeah. Samantha is, he, is, the, is it Prince of Darkness? Yeah, yeah. He's, he's like the, um, isn't he like a homeless guy or something? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm getting Prince of Darkness and um, In the Mouth of Madness confused. Oh, uh, that also sucks. Yeah, that's also a good yeah, movie. Yeah, Prince of Darkness though, 100%. Yeah. Right, right. Because that's also like a shitty looking, like, not shitty looking, but like it seems like they didn't have a ton of money making the film. Right, yeah um but yeah alice cooper as Herod is great even though the rest of that production is all right i don't know uh i don't know if y'all know this uh harish is a massive jesus christ superstar stan massive has seen every iteration of it and like owns the soundtrack on vinyl it's like he doesn't listen to music but he listens to jesus christ superstar all the time i mean I don't know. <laughs> oh, there was a month at early 2021 where that was the only thing playing in our house. <laughs> it's good. It's a good musical. You got me into it. I really it's, like it. And watch I love the movie. The movie. The oh, movie it's so okay. Good. The 1973, I think it is, movie, Jesus Christ Superstar. Oh, um, so good. It's directed by someone, Norman Jewison, who has directed something else that we, I feel like something else we watched recently he directed. But samantha thinks that is like one of the horniest movies it's she's ever so seen horny and very it gay. is it's very good yeah 
It's so good. And that is my favorite Judas of all of them. That guy fucks. That guy is a great Judas. <laughs> he is awesome. And he Molly really <laughs> plays the emotional aspect of Judas. He's Molly great. I can't believe what she's saying. <laughs> <laughs> my jaw is on the floor. You guys, like, I, it just keeps going. I didn't know you were such a Jesus Christ superstar fan. It's a good musical. I thought this was a bit. No, it's for not. The- <laughs> I was like, no, no, no. This is way too specific to be a bit. No. Nope. Nope. I've only seen I've only seen the movie and like snippets of the other ones because I'll come home and Harish is watching oh. them. And I'll see it. So uh Norman Jewison directed um the Thomas Crown Affair, oh, which we haven't which seen, but I have been wanting to Harish see. Harish and I have been talking he, about he, it. He, he, the the, the nineteen sixty eight one, the original, oh. I think. Yeah. With Steve McQueen, yeah. Original's great. Um I did. This is one of those movies. I like the remake better. Okay. Oh, interesting. Because we've been toying around with watching them. Because we just recently did Italian Job, and we were like, "Hmm, what's gonna be next with the Italian Job twofer?" If you want to watch them over like a call, um, let oh, me yeah. know. I will gladly. There. Oh, I'm. A, I love Thomas Crown Affair. That sells me. The on second it, one is my favorite movie scene of all time. I was. I was nervous that I was like, "Oh, it's gonna be good," but I'm not gonna like it. So that kind of yeah. sells me on liking it. I mean. I, it's also me, right? Like, what am I? I mean, I know I'm the arbiter of good taste on this podcast, but like, you can't always. I mean, you know, we've got it. Jesus Christ Superstar stand number one over here, so um, he's the so arbiter of good taste. Funny. So funny. Anyway. Anyways, <laughs> no, I love hearing about my friends' musical interests. I've raised it. I feel like we've learned a lot today. <laughs> we really have. Um. So, uh, you can follow me at not a credit card and everything. You can get me at Save Our Shaggy on everything. You can find me at Midsummer Queen on Twitter and Letterbox. Wait, wait, you didn't say it. You said. Oh my god, I'm sorry. Sometimes I have a little too much and kind of forget. So uh, that's a Scooby Doo reference. (laughs) And you can follow the show at Tipsy Terror on Twitter, Tipsy Terror Pod at Gmail dot com, Tipsy Terror dot com tipsy terror tipsy terror and tipsy terror and that points to all our links and that's all for now bye um, bye. bye that's all folks